Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a snowy Monday. Ah, weather talk. Yeah, weather talk's always fun in Minnesota. Woo! Welcome to the show. It's Donna and Steve hey. at your service. We're not even going to talk about the weather right now. Okay. Nope. Because I came in, you said I talked about this whole situation of having to plow out of the driveway or snow blow because we got snowed in with the plow guy on the street, yada, yada, yada. And then you said that Holly said something, and I want to be clear, offensive regarding the weather report for later in the week. And we just emotionally can't go there yet. Okay. Because she said a number, according to you, Mm -hmm. that I didn't hear. It was word of mouth. We'll talk to her about it later. That uh, is not a good number. Correct. Am I clear? Yep. It's good to be back on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, did you have a good weekend? Yes. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit friends? about it uh, okay. after the break. Uh, but yeah, we had a, we had a nice weekend out, which was great. Okay. Um, did everybody watch the Chris Rock Netflix special? In lieu of this is Spinal Tap. Yes, I did, Donna. Ah, I did the topical the topical assignment. Um, you're expelled. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a, no, no, no. I have a new idea for it. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But uh, for over, overdue movie review. Okay. Um, you know, I was going to watch just the Will Smith bits. But then I oh, was like, "Oh, you didn't you know, watch it live, is what you I didn't said. watch it live. No, oh, yeah, we, I, you could I was out fam. Um, but but it's on Netflix now. It's on mm-hmm. demand. The the Chris Rock Netflix special. But I thought, let me just watch all of this. It's an hour and nine minutes. Let me watch all of it. So why don't we? I guess we can kind of go through this in order. We'll get to the thing that everybody's curious about. If you missed it, which was this was the time that Chris Rock was finally going to address sort of at length. The Will Smith situation. Uh, here's what he had to say about And he ended with kind of taking the hit the way that he did, which I thought was good. Here's a little of Chris Rock uh, talking about the Oscar slap. Y'all know what happened to me getting smacked by Suge Smith. <laughs> Everybody knows I've got smacked at the Oscars by this mother. And people Whoa. like, did it hurt? It still hurts. <laughs> I got summertime ringing in my ears. (laughs) But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. That answers that. You will never see it. Never gonna happen. I couldn't believe it. And I love men in black. No. (laughs) It's never gonna happen. No. I took that hit like Pacquiao. <laughs> he did. That was, a, you know, when you think back to just the Oscars, the fact that he just quickly turned his head back and was like not on the floor. Right. After getting smacked that and hard. And jumped or, back into the, you know, 
into the moment, yeah. into the game. Yeah. Now, these were some of the jokes that we were talking about at the end of last week as there were reports about he was going to talk about Will Smith during his Netflix special. Um, and so we knew that some of these were coming. I was reading them off last week, a collection of things that he has tested mm-hmm. at different comedy clubs. Right. Here's a little more about Chris Rock uh, talking about the difference between Chris Rock and Will Smith. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. If I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. That's a funny joke. Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? <laughs> he played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. <laughs> I played a piece of corn in Pootie Tang. <laughs> so that, that's, a, that's a funny bit. Now, interestingly, he didn't get to the Will Smith stuff. Till the end. Till the very end. It was about the final six Five, six minutes yes. of his routine. He teased it a couple of times, saying, I don't want beef with another angry rapper. And right. people knew what he was talking he, about. He weaved that in a few times. And this was how he ended his routine. This is the very end of it on why he didn't retaliate after he got hit at the Oscars. A lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. I got parents. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. <laughs> then he throws the mic down. The mic drop is there. The show wraps. He did fumble a joke yeah. um, late in the, the set in the Will Smith bit where he said how uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith wanted uh, Chris Rock to step down as the Oscars host years ago because Will had not been nominated for concussion. Yes. He accidentally said emancipation, right. which sort of... It confused two jokes, but he was yes. like, oh, you know, I screwed that up. And then, you know, it reset and yeah. it went, you know, it was well enough. Good. Your overall thoughts of the special. I've never seen a Chris Rock comedy special before in my life. Really? Never I, I have from beginning to end. Really? You no. guys? No. I, Only oh, see little bits. I didn't think I liked him. Hmm. I don't like the yelling so much. A lot of yelling. Yeah. Like his delivery stresses me out. <laughs> I, that makes sense that makes sense for you, I think. <laughs> um, I think he's a very funny person. I There were moments where some of his material was making me uncomfortable. As, yeah, me, me too. And I'm sure that's that was his Well, objective. then he said that his mom was in the audience and some of the material, I was like, oh my gosh, I could never say that in front of my parents. Yeah, so yeah. It just gets real dirty. And... Also, there's some misogyny in there that I didn't like him talking about basically the difference between an older woman and a younger woman, almost making it like they they depend on him to provide um Money. Yeah, Money. he was talking about like you date a twenty-five-year-old, she wants a new pair of shoes. You date a forty-five or fifty-year-old, they're asking a you to, a new roof. <laughs> yes. And I was just in that room with you, Don, in the prep room. You were talking. You got a roof problem up north. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is hitting close to home. I um, I, Chris, here's the least shocking thing of the morning. Chris Rock and I very likely see a lot of things very differently. We have very different sensibilities about things. Yes. I'm much more a Jerry Seinfeld kind of a comedian. Yeah, I want it to be Gaffigan, able to be aired on network yeah. TV. Right. Um, I, 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 with an appreciation for 
trying to push the envelope and talk about things. The special was called Selective Outrage. And I did think that he had some very um, funny things to say. I think that Selective Outrage, as a concept, as a topic of conversation, is so important and and, and meaningful that everybody out there, every single person who hears me right now, and that includes me, I hear me, Donna hears me, Holly hears me, I hope we never try to cancel people because we could all be canceled. If you were bugged your whole life, mm-hmm. you could be canceled. He was tapping into that in a kind of sort of way. I've say, I mean, yes. multiple times he said everybody is full of bleep. And, you know, you, you come at these people and then you come at these companies hard. And I thought that it was a it was a, an interesting angle that he took I, that was I like actually appreciated that. Yeah. So I, I found that to be intellectually you know, challenging and, you know, you're kind of like helps you to you're listening and pointing the finger at yourself. and like, Oh, yeah. OK, I, I'm guilty here um, of being selectively outraged. I also thought, though, there were there were very, like very funny bits that he did. He did this whole bit on poor Lululemon. They had no idea what was coming. They didn't know that <laughs> he, he was going to do. He went off on them quite a bit about how he like nobody cares if your company you know gives back or is anti racism, anti sexism. Like, care. He you know he and then he went on and said you know who you're anti poor people because your leggings right. cost a hundred bucks right. you know and I thought that was a very funny bit. Um, yeah, there were other bits that I didn't like I felt yeah, were too, a bit um, and I know it's his style so this is fun. and this is the beauty you know you can listen to people or not listen to people um, but it, so there were there were topics that I was like uh, that feels a bit cavalier in your approach mm-hmm. to the issue I that, know exactly what you're talking about you know me girl but um, I, I you know what else I thought was interesting and I know we're so out of time on this but um in fact, I'll I'll wait. Let's talk about it when we come out. Yeah, and I'll see if this is something you and I have talked about before, and it's kind of I don't know what to make of it. But I'll, the thing that sort of left me there was a meta moment to the selective outrage. I'll see if I can unpack that. We'll get into it um, and all sorts of fun. It's the Donna and Steve experience right here on my talk. Hi, good morning, welcome back, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, everybody say hey. And she says that to disarm you so that you feel welcomed here, whether it's your first time or you're a long time. Oh, man. We were talking about the Chris Rock special. Everybody was anticipating him addressing the Will Smith uh, slap at the Oscars, which he did at the end of his set. Um, but I, there were parts of that set that I was uncomfortable and I th- maybe that's the goal, but I was like, no, ew, don't stop. Yeah. Um, I want to hear that. Yeah. There a lot of that style of humor. Um, I don't like, it just sort of runs opposite my, you know, sensibilities or whatever. Um, you know, but, and it's funny because, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock, they're, they're, they're good buddies and they have two very different approaches to comedy. Oh, yeah. Jerry's like, you should be able to tell it. On network TV, you should be able to essentially sure. welcome everybody to the table. Whereas this, I mean, I'm I could put you in a room. There are probably few people that you would be comfortable. You, the global you, that you'd be comfortable watching that whole set from beginning to end with. How about your boss? No, you my good God. when the Elon Musk bit comes up. Are you okay in that uh, you conversation? Know what? Our boss, yes. Well, she, she's <laughs> she's unhinged. She's nuts. But yeah, you know, bosses, coworkers, even friends. It's just like a lot of. I have to say the stuff that did make me uncomfortable, I did laugh out loud at times. I was like, okay, that's gross, but that's good. Yeah. And and he was talking about selective 
outrage. You know, we were talking about how he, he was calling out. Everybody's like, cancel R. Kelly. But, you know, an R. Kelly song comes on and it's mute R. Kelly. Right. And a Michael Jackson song comes on and, and it's like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. And he, he was saying selective outrage. So, again, I thought, even though I didn't jive with all of his comedy from a sensibility standpoint, he's he is a he's a very, um, you know, he's a very strategic mm-hmm. comedian. Like, he, he knows what he's doing. You know who he reminds me of in a subtle way? Look, there's some similarities. You're probably not going to get it but he reminds me a little bit of Chappelle and his approach to humor you know kind of walking around it or like hitting you hard and then pulling back and at times making one side of a something be like yeah that's right tell him Chris or tell him Dave right and then sort of head fakes you and you know slides back into the other lane and you're like oh wait I thought you were I thought you were with us right so yeah I I wonder what the reviews are you know I, I haven't seen them but the thing that I um, found sort of meta about it all. Again, we're talking Chris Rock, uh, Selective Outrage, Netflix. It was their first live event. It happened on Saturday night. Well, here's what I will say, because y'all haven't watched a Chris Rock special ever. This Never. Is this is ever. our first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say this as a person who's Chris Rock's comedy, Bring the Pain, 1996, completely changed the way that I saw comedy. Hmm. And I'm a big fan of his. That was like a seminal moment in Little Holly's life, watching that set on HBO. It is just a a benchmark of comedy. This Chris Rock special, I thought it was middling. It was okay. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, there were, it was a little get off my lawn. It was a little, the jokes were broad in as much as it's like, you, you have a global audience. Yeah. So your jokes have to refer to things that folks will understand, like pop culture references, Mm -hmm. like talking about O.J. Simpson, talking about the Kardashians. Right. But overall... Sure. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle, right. Yeah. Overall, I was like, mm, it was okay. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was... I thought it was... As far as, like, solid. Chris... As far as Chris Rock specials go, and I've pretty much watched them all. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. Okay. Carry on. Um, and then you said you. that was in 1996 that he... Yeah. That, oh. that, that special. Bring, Bring the pain. The pain. It, 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 it was just... The way that he carried the stage, the jokes, everything was just like, wow, what am I watching? This is incredible. And his delivery was so back then, right? When he was sort of just coming up through, he had just done, he did a little bit of, uh, he would pop up on In Living Color. I don't know if he was a cast member all the time. Remember the good Lord, that's a lot of money. I love that. Oh my gosh. He had a brief role on In Living Color and then he transitioned into Saturday Night Live. He was a cast member there. And then he left that show, and then shortly thereafter, this special came out on HBO. You might okay. be, yeah, you might be able to watch it on HBO Max. Can't okay. confirm. So, okay, we'll check. Here's what I always find so interesting: Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach; you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip; you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, 
and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Interesting about this. And I, I, don't, I don't even have like a firm landing spot on all this, so I would just give you sort of a messy way that my brain thinks. There's sort of the dissonance here. Um, and he was talking about this. Like, you can't tell these jokes at work. The selective outrage. It's just so interesting to me that, and you could say this about Chris Rock's special on Netflix and a bunch of other people's, but let's imagine for a second that there was, let's make up a name, um, Jim Doolittle. Jim Doolittle works for a news organization. And uh, Jim Doolittle, isn't he, you could set this, that he's on set, it's a commercial break and there's a hot mic, and he tells any one of these jokes. Probably canned, suspended, something. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> or even at a party, even if it was like, oh, and it was at an NBC party or an ABC sure. party or whatever, and then just went and just was like, man, this guy had 60 minutes and he was just going and telling all these jokes. It's interesting to me how if we heard a variety of these jokes come from almost anybody else in a, in a different non-stand-up comedy position, sure, we would be outraged and we would be like that person shouldn't and they should be they shouldn't have that position of authority sure. listen to what he said about <clears throat> this and about that and this topic and those be all of that and it's just again i don't i just i find there's a dissonance there that i can't totally come to grips with of and it sort of goes back to this is why i say it's meta it's and he sort of addresses this too which is like you can't tell these jokes at work right and it's like so much of what he said, people would sit and laugh at. And if I said your boss said it or your coworker said it, you could get them right. HR fired. HR, and there's all yeah. these different rules. Yeah. And there are different times in the settings how they, how they dictate how we feel about what we see or what we hear. Yeah. Do you sense any of that like dissonance? Yeah, I mean, of like, I, just... I was a huge Louis C.K. fan before, you know, yeah. that stuff came out. Um, and, this, and he was filthy. I mean, but so funny, like his, but again, yes, if somebody told that in the lunchroom at work, Mm -hmm. of course, those, that person would be fired or at least reprimanded, you know, it there. But if you like played it during your lunch break at your computer and someone overheard it, but you weren't saying it, but you were laughing at another coworkers were, it would be different. Possibly. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, I have another question. Did you see the pre and post shows? No, no, because those were only live. You had to right. watch those live, okay. so they don't keep those up anymore. You watched the pre and post game. Yeah, the pre show, not good. Okay. Not good. Awkward, weird. I did. Were there big names in that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, there were pre, there was a pre packaged thing where artists um, and fellow comedians were giving messages to Chris. Sure. Leslie Jones spoke last. Everyone came out and did like 90 seconds or two minutes. Okay. Um, the people who were there at the, they were probably at the comedy store, I think. Um, not not great. It mm. just wasn't great. Leslie Jones, she was probably the best part of it. And then the post show, it was David Spade and Dana Carvey hosting right. it. And then they just kind of broke it down and did pretty much what we're doing right now and, and talked about it. I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty, 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 pretty good. But the pre-show, no, didn't work. Not for me anyway. But anyway, all in all, I'm with Holly. It was, it was okay. 
Yeah, there were certainly, um, yeah, even though, again, the whole thing wasn't for me, that's, that's, wasn't his goal, right? I mean, he was out there to make you feel different sorts of things. And, um, yeah, some things that I wasn't jiving with, could have done without, but, but he had some really funny moments. I mean, I was laughing out loud, um, in my living room at different times. Same, uh, same. Anyway, anyway, uh, let's get into some other stuff. I'll tell you a little bit about some, something that Ford is doing that I, I kind of, I felt like I tested autonomous driving. This weekend huh. on a highway. Um, so we'll get into that, what they might allow you to do at the wheel soon. Maybe Ooh. some Prince Harry and Meghan news as well. Surprise invitation. That next. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. It's a law firm where they are really dedicated to helping people under some really difficult circumstances, whether that means you suffered from an injury as a result of an accident or lost a loved one in a fatal accident. Maybe you're facing some kind of charges. Uh, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant assures that they are going to use every legal tool at their disposal to protect your rights. Uh, Oftentimes when we're talking about personal injury, you're looking at medical expenses and lost wages and rehab costs. And then you've got distress, which can really change things at home for the entire family. If you get a hold of Mike or a member of his team, you'll sit down for a free consultation. They'll assess your case. And if it turns out you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. It's justice for the injured. That is their slogan, but also the reason they are attorneys. They're trying to make a positive difference in people's lives. Find them at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, uh, I know Holly just gave the weather, but she didn't she didn't go all the way to Thursday. Yeah, Holly. I uh, heard that you said a number that seems high yeah. for Thursday. Do you want to say it out loud again just to scare people? Yeah, of course. <laughs> just give her, one, the probability of us seeing sun. Mark a calendar for Monday. For I that. looked oh at God. a 10-day and I was like, why are there all clouds? Is the sun emoji broken? Uh, yeah, it's broken. It's offline, tilt, whatever you want to call it. That's happening. Oh, my God. Uh, now, Thursday, mm. keep watch for a potential winter storm. Mm. Now, conservative estimates saying we'll maybe get about four inches. I like that estimate. That's uh, a good, I like bad. conservative. Not face. bad. Mm, some of them are saying maybe eight to ten. No. Eight to ten on Thursday. And this Boo. is going to be the wet, heavy Snow that you got to bend with your knees and not with your back when you're shoveling it. Oh, my God. You got to be really mindful. I mean, the snow that dropped this morning was super heavy. Oh, my I gosh. Know. I was actually driving home yesterday from we went out to the Dells this weekend. And uh, so I was driving home and we heard there was some snow in Chaska. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we were just on the uh, western side of Wisconsin. The snow suddenly picked up. And it was after this very serendipitous moment that the kids in the back, two of my kids are saying, Dad, can we stop at McDonald's? I was like, let's make sure I want to get to an hour that we're only an hour out before we do our our bathroom stop and all that. I said, look, guys, I don't know if we're going to do that, but we're going to we need to stop to get gas. So we'll stop to get gas, go to the bathroom. They're like, oh, we'd love McDonald's. And I was like, you know, we've been snacking in the car, the whole thing. Donna, I pull off of this exit. This is in Wisconsin. I don't know what exit it was. Pull off on 94. Wouldn't you know it? How serendipitous. A gas station combined 
with a McDonald's. Oh, oh nice. The, oh, sure. The future is now. The kids were asking for a McDonald's. It Was this like a rest stop? It was, yeah, like a yeah, rest stop. Sure, okay. Combined. And I, I thought, guys, there before. you know the one. I think I do. I thought, this is serendipitous. Then I guess everybody's going to win here. We'll get the gas, we'll go to the bathroom, and we'll get uh, some McDonald's. So that was that was a very ple- pleasant moment. But it, then the rest of the drive home, the snow was blowing around so much, and it was coming down fast and furious. In fact, when you look back to the winter storm that we had a couple of weeks ago now, it snowed harder last night than I think it ever did during that snowstorm. Oh, Remember no when we were getting, we got between like 13 and 20 inches? I sure do. You would look out your window and think, when's it going to snow? Is it going to snow? Why is it? And it was the tiny little crystals of snow. Last night, it was the big, wet, heavy flakes of snow. And it was the hardest time I've ever had driving in snow. There was wow. something really weird about it. As the snow was coming at us, the visibility was low because there was so much snow falling in front of you. And we're on a highway, and I'm behind this vehicle. And there was a time, have you ever experienced this? There was a time where I felt like my car wasn't moving. Because the way that the snow was falling, oh, the lack of ability to see, yes. yeah, it was off. Yes, I yes. mean this lasted for like forty minutes. It was so oh, weird. weird. Oh, so weird. I thought, do I suck at driving in snow at night now? Maybe that's it. But the way it was coming down so fast and furious, I felt like I feel the car moving. I know that it is, but it doesn't look like the car in front of me is really going anywhere. And I just feel like I'm like in a VR, like an augmented reality. Kind of a driving scenario. Sometimes that happens to me. This is sort of similar but different when I'm parking in the parking lot here. If a car is moving when I'm sitting still, like pulling oh, out, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, did I not put the, you <laughs> am know, I in reverse? Yes. Where am I yes. going? I know. I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh, I totally know that. Now, I will say our good friend Ken Barlow. Kenny Boo Boo. That's right. Now, he did share on Twitter earlier today with last night's official 2.8 inches of snow out at MSP. The total for winter is now 74.2 inches, and we will likely make the top 10 heaviest seasonal snowfalls of all time Hmm. by the time that this week is done. Now, if we're on the heavy end of this potential winter storm, that would place us around the 6th to 7th Heaviest seasonal snowfall year of all time in the state of Minnesota since they've been keeping track. Wow. So if you're feeling heavy and full of despair <laughs> right. and, just, and you, you want to scream, which by the way, I recommend because I did that in the car this morning because I just can't take this anymore. We're on month five. You just yeah. let out it's a just, scream. Yeah, you just let it out. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Mm. On yeah. the freeway, though, so I don't scare people in the neighborhood. I think that, that that's a that's a worthy thing. There is great. Yeah. That's very therapeutic. Oh yeah. So you know, keep your eye on Thursday. We say this just to, so that there's a heads up and so that you can emotionally prepare for yeah. what is about to unfold this week. But not for us to get mad if it doesn't happen. Thank you, Steve. I okay. will tell you, and maybe he's listening. My neighbor does the plowing. Oh yeah. I asked him weeks ago. I'm like, can you please send me a bill for October to December and then maybe January through March? Because I don't want to get hit with a huge 
bill yeah. at the end of the season and still haven't gotten it, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. What are you doing, man? Yeah, what, you hit the snooze this morning? <laughs> What's the lady got to do to get out of her driveway? No, I don't care about that. Oh, okay. I care about the bill. Just the bill. Just the bill. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, we'll keep you up to date on all that kind of stuff. You uh, bet. But as I was driving out to Wisconsin last uh, on Friday, I thought, you know, my wife has a vehicle that has automatic cruise control and lane keep assist. Oh, sure. Like Not, it'll beep or something if you're getting in a... Well, even a little a... more than that. You can you could set your... So it's 70 miles per hour on much of the drive, 94 going out to the Dells. Sure. So you can set your cruise for 73, 75, whatever you want to do. I never use cruise control. Well... Every I, vehicle I've ever had that has had that, I just don't... The next vehicle you get, you'll... You might start using it more, and here's why. You can set automatic cruise control, and uh, and this we're in a minivan in this. And so if I set it to 75, you can then choose, right, how far away you want to be from other vehicles. Are, oh. you a, are you a tail rider, or do you like maximum distance? So it gives you four options, max distance, like four out of four, three out of four, two out of four, one out of four. And then what you can do is set it and really forget it, because if you set it to two car lengths or whatever the two means... You keep that distance, and anytime that car slows down in front of you, which would jeopardize the distance that you've preset, your vehicle automatically slows down. You don't have to hit the brake, which then cancels cruise control. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then you could say, all right, guy's going slow in the right lane. Let me pass. You go into the left lane. You don't even touch the gas at any point. Go into the left lane, and now it automatically speeds you back up to your designated speed. So you really can kind of set it and forget it and then i did lane keep assist which i gotta say on this minivan it, it was solid not good and not and not good as below not great it was solid but what it would do is keep you in your lane right it auto drives for you it doesn't just beep 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 because you're drifting the steering wheel is steering you now and it does this for about 30 seconds before it tells you to touch your hands on the steering wheel again huh wow but you could in theory like just if you're on open highway, like you could like reach into the back seat and get something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. Mm-mm. Well, more of it's coming. Ford is working on essentially like a nap function. Wouldn't that be cool? Mm, yeah, I guess to some extent, but I don't feel comfortable with that. You know when I what I think this would be good for? What's that? People with disabilities. Okay. Maybe yeah. can, you know drive a car uh more comfortably yeah maybe yeah i could see the the benefit to that but for people who are perfectly capable Mm. no likey here is what uh we know about this the ceo of ford motor company was talking with fox news did an interview and until recently they had been working on fully autonomous vehicles where you would not have to drive at all. You hop in your Ford and it's like a chauffeur, essentially. But they've abandoned that, I guess, for now. Instead, they're working on something that they call eyes-off-the-road features. Basically, they want to make artificial intelligence so good at driving on highways that you wouldn't really have to pay attention much. You could just you could be on your phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. even asleep. That seems super like a real leap of faith. Uh, again, they call these eyes-off-the-road features... They will have a lot of steps to prove that this is a safe enough technology before any laws could change that would, you know, allow people to sleep in the car. Like, could you imagine a time three years from now 
where you're on 94, you're like, that guy's asleep at the wheel. Right. But that's not alarming. And I can't call the cops because what he's doing is legal. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how, you know, if I'm on my phone versus like how there's going to have to be some kind of labeling of your vehicle so that police. Yes. I don't know. It just sounds so futuristic. I know. It really does. Weird. I just want to ride my bike. (laughs) Right? Right? This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm uh, telling you. Hey, guys, real quick. Uh, Hoda Kotb returned to the Today Show. Um, we have a little clip of her talking about her absence and why she was gone. Long. It's been a tough couple of weeks. You've been dealing with the health issue with your little daughter. Yeah, uh, my youngest hope um, was in the ICU for a few days and in the hospital for a little more than a week. I'm so grateful she's home. Yeah. She is back home. Uh, I was waiting for that day to come, and we are watching her closely. I'm just so happy. Mm. And I'm. You know what I realized too, Savannah, is like when your child is ill the amount of gratitude you can have for, for people for who helped you out. So um, I'm grateful for the doctors at Wild Cornell who were amazing and the nurses. And I'm grateful to my family and I'm grateful to friends like you who were there every single day. So I want to say thank you for that. I really, I love you. I love you too. Thank you. And you have a lot of friends out there. Thank you. Who are right thank here you. with you, lifting you up oh, and good. hope too. And then she's like, should we do it? Start the show? And yeah. then they go right into the news. But yeah, that's basically, we kind of cracked the code on that. Um, when she mentioned the word hope, it was like, well, she does have a daughter named Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a, a whole week in the hospital for a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to mm-hmm. be really scary. So yeah. we're glad oh everything gosh. worked yes. out. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something, right? Yeah. Let's do the Royals. We teased the Royals. We didn't get time there. Um, sure. Maybe a kind of a surprise invite for them mm-hmm. considering what's happened recently we'll mm-hmm. talk uh about that donna's got the details and then i um i felt like kind of an idiot this weekend because i kind of fell for something online oh, and no. i thought i think i'm getting older and more gullible uh so i'll tell you what happened it involved a hollywood star who i thought had taken up a new profession we'll talk about it when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk where talk is fun every morning from nine to noon the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening. Happy Monday, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. This is where talk is fun. Am I right? So true. Thanks, Steve. You're so supportive. Uh huh. You're like my best friend. Uh All right, fine. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal became an MMA fighter. Why did you think that? I went on to Instagram. Ever heard of it? Yep. And SportsCenter is who I follow, and among others. And they had this video of Jake Gyllenhaal at this UFC event over the weekend. And he's like, they're checking him. They're doing like the right before you enter the octagon. They check your eyes and all this. Make sure you don't have anything that you shouldn't have on your person. And I'm like, is he? What's going on? You know, celebrities fight now. They do stuff. It's like, all right, did I miss this? Is he training for this? Like super, like like there was a, 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 there was a, a thing. So then I look up. That's all it said was, Jake Gyllenhaal looks ready and it had like the emoji of like the smoke coming out of the nostrils. <sighs> that thing. Yeah. Sure. And I was like, whoa, look at this guy. What? And then Pappy goes over to, G- to Google and Pappy Googles Jake Gyllenhaal UFC. And then multiple articles come up and they're like thumbnail articles. And once, so they don't show you the full thing or the full headline, right? They want you to click. And it says Jake Gyllenhaal scores Wild knockout at UFC 285. And I was like, uh-huh. then I click on the article <laughs> and then it says at the end of the headline for fictional movie. Oh, yeah. So there was a amazing. whole three minute stretch where I was like, how? How have we not talked about this? He's that's in incredible funny. shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really got buff. He's uh, He was filming buff. scenes for the new Roadhouse. It's a remake. Oh. Uh, the, the remake of it this weekend. It was UFC 285. Wait. Oh, and, okay. The Roadhouse. Isn't, isn't that Patrick Swayze? And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never seen it. Well. But I've heard about it. I didn't know there was UFC fighting. That, no, this is just in the new one. There's a UFC. In this okay. version, um, Dalton, who if you've seen the movie, I think that rings a bell, but I haven't. He uh, He's a former UFC fighter in this remake. So, Jake okay. Hall, And then they... I saw a video, like cell phone video, of the fight scene that they were shooting this weekend. Oh my gosh, it really looked real too. Really, like this amazing. Great. Anyway, I felt like a dope Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't is not worry, you're you're in a, a safe place. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have received their invitation to attend King Charles the Third's coronation. Now wait a minute. Is this shocking? I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get it. It's a coronation. It's a once in a lifetime. But you know, the landlord Charles. Landlord King, King Landlord. <laughs> yeah, he, just evicted them. He just evicted them. <laughs> right. So I just wasn't sure. I guess the timing of it maybe is what feels a little jarring as opposed to the actual act. I think it would be a, a not so good look for the king if he didn't invite his son. Who? Although, oh, he couldn't. Harry, Harry it, it, Harry's not going to ever become like if Prince Edward. Mm-mm. Nope. Wait, hang on. Give me a second. Hang on. I got it. Want to let William? Him. Sorry, go. okay. <laughs> Who's Prince Edward? He's probably a prince somewhere. It doesn't matter. He is. He's the youngest. He is. 
What do you mean he's the youngest? He's Edward. Yeah. Is Edward Prince William's son? No, no. Edward is a, a brother. A brother. He's what? The, he's the youngest brother to Charles. It's Charles. No one An- talks about him. Charles and uh, Ed- Andrew Edward. I thought you meant William and Harry had another brother named Edward. Oh, like the third Manning in, brother. They I was lock like, him what? in the basement <laughs> of Buckingham Palace and, he and they feed him during, fish heads. During um, coronation. Yeah. The hunchback. No. Okay, no. wow. Oh, that is funny. But Harry can't, because now William, if William were to pass away, it would go to his children, right? They would become the next king. That is correct. Not, not, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Harry is the spare. Yep. Yeah, he's right. Spare, he's right. down the line. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um. Anyway, a spokesperson for the couple uh, told the Sunday Times, I can mm-hmm. confirm the Duke mm-hmm. has recently received email correspondence from His Majesty's office regarding the coronation. Which email? Means, Email, not his dad calling him, but an email from his dad. So I can confirm handlers. that yes. the Duke got an evite right. from his dad, <laughs> the king. I wa- okay. I wonder if they will actually go. I I think they. I think they will. I think they will too. And I think I don't care a ton about the whole royal situation, but I think that they should. Yes, and don't forget, he is getting coronated on the fourth birthday of their son Archie, Megan and Harry's son. I mean, like, who cares? Do you think Archie's gonna be like, where's my birthday party? Have it the next day. What day is this coronation happening? May 6th. What day of the week is this Sunday. coronation? Aha. Uh-huh. Saturday. Oh, it is a Saturday? Mm-hmm. Oh. Either way. Good that it's on the weekend, I guess. Otherwise I guess. we might be like broadcasting live. True. We'll probably cover it on Monday. Donna. <laughs> then we don't have to do a play-by-play. If anyone shows up to perform for Charles, that's another thing. That's yeah. another thing. That ain't happening. Oh, my God. It's just going to be like buskers from the tube, British doc. I don't Everybody's know. saying no. Everyone's saying no, guys. He's Everybody. just got to broaden who he's asking. Yeah. You know? All Find right, an up-and-comer. I'm, Young Gravy. Young gravy. Um, okay, I saw something pretty hilarious this morning. It's in uh, the New York Post, and it is U.S. presidents with mullets. Um, so we've got Obama with a, a mullet. Uh, we've got Jimmy Carter. We've I can't even tell who that guy is. We got Biden, Abe Lincoln. Oh, wow. Oh, whoa. Right? Abe Lincoln looks like a bad egg, man. <laughs> I know. Holy cow. He looks like he's in a band. Wow. It's really great. Just go to page, uh, it might be page6.com if you want to see. It's pretty darn funny. How does this happen? I don't know. Who does this? Oh, look at Who Clinton. sits around and is like, what would this? <laughs> Have you met the internet? Oh, well, yeah, sites? you're right. You're <laughs> Maybe right. an artist. Sometimes you know? it surprises me. Ronald still. Reagan. Oh, he wow. looks good. Who looks the best? Let's just. All right, let's, let's get political. Wow, right Ronald now. Reagan looks really cool in this. Oh, Clinton Trump. looks pretty cool too. Trump looks pretty cool too. Yeah, they all have like a uh, flock, of, flock a of seagulls kind of thing. They, they also have strong jaw lines too. He's upgraded the the jaw line of some of them. Oh, whoa! Oh, Kennedy Eisenhower, looks great. Not good. <laughs> Is that Eisenhower or James Carville? 
You seeing this, Donna? I do not see <laughs> Eisenhower. Is that Eisenhower? Oh, yeah. Ike. Yep. Wow. That's a look. Um, that is not a mullet, though. That is like a, a like a faux hawk. Yeah, but a mohawk. a mohawk, but set halfway back on his head. <laughs> Whoa, JFK, of course, looks awesome. Uh, it looks fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bring back the mullet. We uh we saw a, a kid with a with a mullet. These some kids are doing the mullet thing. Oh yeah, the yeah. youth are all about the yeah, mullet. Oh like good, mullet. okay. Doesn't Morgan Wallen have a mullet? Uh, he kind of. He know. did. Mullets oh, are no. back. All right. Yeah, let's hear. It and for mullet. some, they never went away. That's true. <laughs> That's that true. So true. They played the long game. Hey, by the way, they're selling uh, Girl Scout cookies on eBay. The Girl Scouts were a little bit upset. It's that new raspberry. Situation. Oh yeah, because you because they're sold out everywhere. Yeah, and so uh, people were like, "Yeah, we'll just resell these um, online." And the Girl Scouts were not feeling great about it. But how much are they selling them for? Do you know? Like up to a hundred dollars a box. Okay, but you can get others for like twenty five or thirty bucks a box. But usually, what it's five dollars a box. If it were being done for charity, uh, they should give the money to the Girl Scouts. But you know what? The Girl Scouts they said you know they don't get money when a third party seller does it, but they did get money the first time because they had to be purchased somewhere, right? Uh, yeah. Initially, so I don't know. eBay says, look, we support the Girl Scouts, we love them, but. Uh, this does not run contrary to any of our policies. You can do this. Okay. So, well, right. we know. Holly Roberts worked the whole morning show and does our one of our show, and we thank her for that. And now we cut her loose. Okay, bye now. Bye. Go bye, bye. now. Bye. Uh, <laughs> Mikey comes in next.